0: Thanks for checking out the Bridge Podcast. It's not a mistake, you found us. We pray God speaks to you today. Check us out Sundays at 10.30 a.m. For more information, go to sfbridge.org. Hey, would you do something with me here this morning? Would you just welcome everybody who's watching online with us right now? Can you just welcome them? Come on, give them a welcome this morning. So... Um, That's just our way of saying you all suck, and uh, we want to see you in real life. So I'm kidding. We love you. We love you. Just say that? Yeah. So for those of you that I haven't met, we just like to keep it real. We like to have some fun around here. And uh, this is 2021. I don't know about you, but I'm so excited 2020 is gone. And I'm the only one. Amen. So I'm I'm excited. You're not. It's a good day. And uh, uh, here's the deal. One of the things that I want to enter into 2021 with is living my life. I, you know, yours between you and God is up to you. But for me, I want to live a Rendered life to Christ starting 2021. And uh, that's my goal, that's kind of my New Year's resolution, but I don't like the word resolution, it means I have to resolve to something, I want to make it something I restitute, I I make it inside, so it's my restitution, my New Year's restitution is that I want to just accept the fact that I can fully surrender to Christ and just live for Him. Whatever that looks like, God's up to God, I have to surrender my life, and and I don't know about you, but I used to not live a surrendered life to Him, and uh, I don't know about you, if you remember those days, I call them my BC days, my before Christ days, and uh, for me, it was this, I was a college kid, went to Bible school, just had recently come to know Christ, uh, for those of you that know my story, wanted to go into acting, uh, hated church, didn't want to do church, church was just slow and boring, blah, and I'm like, I want church to actually be a place where I want to go and hang out with people, and I don't know about you, but after 2020, we need people, come on somebody, you wake this morning, and so here's the deal, I decided, I'm going to go to Bible school, I'm going to learn all these things that I don't know. Derek's probably smarter than me and all this stuff, and, and I'm just going, "Hey, I'm here, I want to you know make friends, I want to learn about Jesus, all of these things moving forward." And uh, I remember a buddy of mine and I it was my closest friend, we decided one night to go out, and uh, we we're from the St. Francis area, and so we decided to come north towards the Riverdale area. There used to be a restaurant in Riverdale, and just, just give me a woohoo if you remember this restaurant. Doolittles Air Cafe. Do you remember Doolittles? Anybody? Okay, I can tell you why it's closed. So my friend and I, we go to Doolittles, and we sit down for a meal and we're just hanging out and we're having fun. And and we decide, hey, you know, because you can always go to Applebee's as a college kid for what after nine o'clock at night? And so I decide, hey, we're gonna go we're gonna go spend more and go to Doolittles, which was like right across the street from Applebee's, if you remember. And so we go into Doolittles and we're sitting there and we're looking at the menu and I'm like, What do you want, man? And we're college kid. We have like no money, you know. We keep praying like we get our meals for free when we eat out and it's not happening. And so I look and they have these things on the appetizer menu. And you know what they were called? Mushroom jalapeno poppers. And unless you're a person of faith, you don't order that. We ordered that and, and I tasted it. And have you ever like started eating something and at the same time while you're eating it, you know you shouldn't be eating it? Like, like it tastes like you know you're going to taste this again in a few hours kind of thing. You know what I'm talking about? And, and so, like, it just tastes a little off. This is really fuzzy up here, guys. I don't know if we can... I just... <laughs> Uh, It's 2021. Britney Spears is going to shave her head again. It's her mic. All right. Um, So here's the deal. So we, we order these. We eat them. And like everything seemed fine. So I go back to my dorm. He goes back on with life. And I had a roommate at the time in my dorm. And he starts laughing. And I'm like, why are you laughing? he goes, dude, you've been heaving all night. And I'm like, what? And so I wake up and I'm feeling okay. And then all of a sudden everything in me started feeling like it was about to come out. I was Sweating, I had all of these like just weird dreams and weird feelings, and I started like just feeling like like just wet everywhere and sweating. And all of a sudden, I'm like, I know what I need. I need Pepto Bismol, like now. And so, who in their college, you know, has Pepto Bismol? Nobody. So I run up and down, like anybody got like that pink stuff I can drink? And I go to the end of the hallway and I get this pink stuff from a friend. Never had Pepto in my life. I still wouldn't say that I had it after this, (laughs) but I I started drinking it, and it got to about halfway down. Do we need to switch this? All right. Give me one second. It sounds really funny for some reason. (laughs) Let's get this one out of my body. It's like attached. It's like an alien. Hello. That's better. Thanks, man. All right. So now I can't use both my hands. It's weird. All right. So I go and lay down. Long story short, the Pepto-Bismol gets to like about here. And, and it's right here. And I'm like, uh-oh. And so I run into the bathroom. And we have these two stalls. And, and I was just dressed in pajamas and like a robe. And I sit down. I'm like so disoriented. I sit down on the stall. And, and I close the door. And, and immediately what I'm thinking in like two minutes is, I sat the wrong way. <laughs> And, and about two seconds later, and if you don't like vomit stores, plug your ears, because two seconds later, man, it was... Pink. I've never seen pink spray like that in my life. Just all the way across. Okay, and then and then there was like it kept going, and I'm like, I'm like, I don't. There's more than mushroom jalapeno poppers in this. I don't know what else is in this. Never ate at littles again after that. And and I go into my college dorm, and I'm there with my roommate, and my roommate is staring at me, and he goes, and, and I'm thinking he's gonna be like all sympathetic, and like, are you okay? Do you need a blanket? You need a pillow? Are you okay? Are you okay? laughing his head off like he's just like oh my gosh you should have heard that that was so bad so then I did something and this is where I hadn't yet had a surrendered life to Christ I called security and I told them about something somebody did in the bathroom and I said hey somebody came in and just vomited their brains out in there, and man, you guys really need to come clean it up, so they still don't know it was me to this day, so... Here's what I want to say in this series coming up. And and uh, I want you to know that uh, I've, after that, have learned to live a surrendered life. But I think sometimes when we don't, we kind of do things, we get away with it, we don't really allow the Holy Spirit to lead us, almost as if the Holy Spirit is like this imposter in our lives. Now, you can see the graphic behind me on the screen right now. Just by round of applause, how many have played among us? Okay, quite, about half of you, alright for those of you that have no idea what I'm talking about, play it. It's fun. Uh, In fact, there's this new game. It was one of the biggest app games of 2020. And people started playing this game among us. And basically, if you're not familiar with the game, uh, it's basically you get a group of people and you got to figure out who the imposter is. Somebody who's trying to kill everybody else. And you got to figure that out. There's a lot of different games, mafia that you can play and, and, and all that that's out there today or assassin, different ones. And what you try to do is you try to figure out who the the imposter is. And the imposter tries to get away with murder. They try to get away with the whole thing. And and so many families have actually started playing this as a family together. It's been f- something fun to do, a little different, you know, if you're stuck inside or whatever. And here's what's crazy. Parents now love it more than their kids do. And so they're like begging their kids to like play it with them. You know, like, come on, kids, keep playing this with me. And so the game's simply this. It's called Among Us. It's a free app. It's, it's fun. It takes a few minutes to figure out. You got to go through and you got to do different tasks, you work as a team to figure out who the imposter is. It's really fun actually. And and here's what I want to say to you today. We're gonna unpack this the next few weeks, this series called Among Us. And it's looking at the Holy Spirit. Because For some of us We view the Holy Spirit differently if we asked everybody in this room how we view the Holy Spirit None of us probably would even have the same answer And so let me just start with this as we unpack this in the next few weeks now I'm a little bit more communicative today and and i'm i'm a little tanner than some of you So here's what I need if you're with me. I just need you to say yeah Yeah. Okay, if you're not with me say slow down All right, you're all with me, good. Okay, now now let me ask you this question here as we jump in. How many of you have that family member? You all have one. Maybe they're all here because that's you. But I think this is how we often view the Holy Spirit. We view him like that crazy uncle. Okay? You know, somebody's got Uncle Derek in their family. They do. There he is. We're fine with God the Father. We get God the Father. He's easy. We, we're great with Jesus. I mean, Jesus is what? He's our brother from literally another mother. That's Jesus. But we aren't quite sure to do what to do with the Holy Spirit. You know? As a result, we think the Holy Spirit is like, it's for those weird Christians. Holy Spirit, you know, it's a little different or unique or Holy Spirit stuff. Oh, it's extreme, it's weird, it's crazy, it's psychotic. Oh! Maybe, maybe on the flip side, you grew up in a church that emphasized the Holy Spirit in an unbalanced and unbiblical way. Maybe you're going, I don't even know who the Holy Spirit is. I'm glad you asked. Here's what happens when we imbue the power of the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit, it, it becomes you know, associated with these extremes, or you picture like crazy, weird looking church people. How many know what I'm talking about? of you. Okay. For those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, just praise God. Okay. Be okay with it, but allow the Holy Spirit to speak into your life. If you're going, Hey, I'm kind of new to church. I'm, I'm new to this Holy Spirit thing. I want to know what this means, what this looks like. You're in the right spot today. Okay. We're going to get everybody on the same page. The Holy Spirit is not the weird uncle. Okay. It's not like, why I love God, the father love God, you know, Jesus, but the Holy Spirit, I'm not quite sure what to do with. Well, that's, that's why we're going to have this series is to figure out because I, believe a surrendered life allowing the holy spirit to lead us will lead us in to a great 2021 because here's the deal you ain't able to control anybody else but you're able to control your actions and surrender your life and follow the leading that he gives you amen if i were to ask you this morning to describe the holy spirit to me what would you have said you know part of me wants to go down there and like just interview you right now cuz everybody's so quiet this morning it's freaking me out I got one one hand up in the back. Shout it out! The helper! The helper! Alright, thanks man. Okay, we'd all say different things. Who the Holy Spirit is. The Holy Spirit is the most ignored part of the Trinity or of God. Yet He's divine. Why? Because we're kind of scared of Him here 's here's a crazy statistic eighty eight point six percent of churches that are growing right now still growing eighty eight percent basically nine out of ten are spirit filled churches in other words they 're churches that believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. Why is that? Because they have learned to surrender to the power of the Holy Spirit to allow them to grow. We want the power of the Holy Spirit in our life. It doesn't have to look weird. It doesn't have to be a weird, extreme thing. It should be a normative part of our Christian faith walk. And we we don't want to look at the Holy Spirit as the imposter. We want to look as the Holy Spirit among us, with us, constantly, every day, all the time that we get to lean into. He is there for you and for me. Second, uh, excuse me, John chapter 16, verse 13. It says, but when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. So if we are looking and searching for truth, where do we go? Holy Spirit is our comforter. He's our counselor. Here's what happened. So Jesus came, right? As an infant, we weren't able to celebrate our Christmas Eve Eve service man, And I was heartbroken. You have no idea. I got in my car to go test the roads and I couldn't even see my driveway. It's the first time in 10 and a half years that we've ever canceled anything at our church ever. Like it was, it, I couldn't even see it. It was bad. And, and uh, I know some of you were so empathetic and so kind with your words and your emails and just saying thank you it was the right call. So thank you. It, the, um, just the, the coming together was amazing even though we didn't literally come together the Holy Spirit, though, is this counselor. Jesus comes as an infant, and then he ends up dying and being resurrected. Before he ascends into heaven, he starts talking to his disciples, and he says, hey, I want you to know, well, I've been with you here on earth. I've been your counselor. I've been your comforter. But he says, you know what? i got to go away, because I'm not meant to just live in this human body. I have to go up where I belong, and that's at the right hand of the Father. And so Jesus ascends into heaven, and he says, but I'm going to send another counselor with you that'll be with you forever It'll be with you okay and so that's with you that's with me john chapter 14 verse 16 says and i will ask the father's jesus words and he will give you another counselor to be with you for forever forever now the holy spirit's many things as we're as we're learning the holy spirit the name in the hebrew for holy spirit is ruah elohim Okay, literally what that says, it says ruah means spirit and Elohim literally means God's plural. Now we know in the Bible it says we can't have more than one God. So what do we do with that word in the Hebrew, ruah Elohim? Literally what that means is it says it's the Holy Spirit has so many attributes that we look to him as one God still. It's not many gods. We serve one God, but we look at the attributes that he has for us, one of them being counselor, one of them being helper. It's, it's the meaning that. The same spirit but many different even names even forms that he takes on biblically and so let me just preface this this morning by saying this don't allow your tradition or your doctrine that you have come to believe to get in the way of seeing the holy spirit for who he is how many just just curious raise your hand how many came from a catholic tradition okay how many came from a lutheran tradition how many came from me no tradition Okay, there's a couple. We're we're the minorities, man. We got to hang out and have a group together, guys. Come on. All right. How many of you came from a charismatic tradition? All right. How many of you came from the Baptist tradition? All right. So look around. So we're all going to have these different things. We we're like a mutt church, guys. We come together. We all bring our baggage with. And what I believe we need to do through this series and through 2021 is say, I'm going to check my baggage at the door and go, God, I'm going to choose not to hold on to my traditions, but to hold on to your Holy Spirit and to your Word and allow it to speak to me in a brand new way because that's the revelation that the Holy Spirit wants for you and wants for me constantly. So don't be afraid of the Holy Spirit. Don't be afraid of learning something new or different and check everything I say with Scripture. Go back to Scripture. Always. Don't trust your tradition. Trust the creator of the Bible and the one who put it all together. Amen? Amen? So the Holy Spirit, he's known as the Holy Spirit, Spirit of God, Spirit of Christ, mind of Christ, the Spirit of the Lord, Spirit of adoption, Spirit of truth, Spirit of liberty, the Spirit of wisdom. Every husband needs that one. Alright, Spirit of understanding, Spirit of counsel, Spirit of might, Spirit of knowledge, Spirit of godliness, Spirit of the fear of God, Spirit of revelation. I don't know about you, but I want revelation from God for my life. I want Want to know What is it, God, that you want to counsel me in, comfort me in, lead me in, guide me in? If I don't have that, I literally don't have anything. Because in Scripture, one of the things I read this morning, it's even in my notes, He is the vine, I am the branches. Apart from Him, what does it say? I can't do anything. I literally can't do anything without Him. Some, how many of us have tried? <laughs> how are you doing? All right. <laughs> yeah. He comes as a peace a peace symbol. he comes as a dove, he settles the holy Spirit stirs, he leads, helps somebody shouted that out. He shows up as different things biblically that 'll blow your mind, man, if you let it he shows up as clouds, he shows up manifesting as, as living water and at the same time holy fire. How can you have both? You see the fruits of the Spirit talked about you see the gifts of of the Holy Spirit poured out for all mankind. You see the the Holy Spirit is sinless, just as Jesus, perfect just as Jesus. The Holy Spirit brings conviction. the Spirit is nurturing creator of new things, transformational control the holy Spirit 's a person. The Holy Spirit is our teacher, God, and the breath of the Almighty. The list could go on and on and on, but I just want to give you an idea and and go. Oh, I get that one, but think about it and focus on the ones that we don't know because it's not our weird, strange uncle. All right, he's the Holy Spirit, and he wants the best for you. I believe he wants to transform you as we surrender to him in twenty twenty one. So when you barf in a urinal stall, you don't call security you go clean it up yourself, like you're supposed to do, you know? Alright? So how do we cultivate an openness to God's Holy Spirit? How do we do it? What do we do? Well, let me just give you some few practical things. For those of you that like practical things, here you go. We've got three things for you. Real simple, real easy. Number one, start surrendering. Just start surrendering. Oh, Pastor Chris, I don't know how to surrender. You've got to give up control, bro you got to give up control, sister. And how many of you know we love control? If you don't, we're all lying. We like our stuff. We like our ducks in a row. We like the way our house looks. We like the way our house smells. Or you put up with it. We like all of that. We want it together. And so we have to learn to this start surrendering. Until we are willing to go all in in God's Holy Spirit, we aren't able to lead others to do the same. We've got to do it first. We cannot impart to others what we ourselves don't possess. And so we need to possess the Spirit of the living God. For me, I've had to surrender and obey before I could lead with greater dependence on the Holy Spirit. Have to do that constantly. It's giving up control. Can I just be honest with you? Like, like real? Can can I just have like a little bit of a vulnerable moment with you? Thank you. All right. So, so was that you, Derek? Okay. So, Derek, one of the things like that I have been like that—that's a struggle sometimes—is like giving up that control. Because for me, it's going, man. I want—I want to make sure my wife responds to me the right way. My 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 teenagers. Those that I live with, I want the congregation to respond to the jokes even if they're bad. Like like all of that. But I can't control that. I can't control if the church feels alive or dead on a Sunday morning. I, I can't control how much caffeine is in the coffee because I don't drink coffee. But for me, what it ha- Oh, sorry. I don't mean to show you my behind. What it is for me is I've had to learn to just go, God, I just need to sit with you. I just need to abide in you. I just need you to speak to me. And sometimes even when I'm tired and I feel kind of burned out, I just have to go, you know what, God? I'm going to give you opportunity to speak, and I'm just going to shut up. Thanks, Derek, for listening. I appreciate it, man. Anytime. Thanks, man. I'll see you tomorrow. Um, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7 says this. For the Spirit Read it with me. Come on, everybody. For the Spirit of God... Gave uh, for the Spirit, God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us and self discipline. He gives us these things. Here's what's crazy: we all want power. We all want love. Ain't none of us want that third one. No. No, but that's why God gives us power and love so that we can deal when He convicts us, when He speaks to our heart. Those things that we're like, God, why do you tell me the things I need to hear and not the things I want to hear? Oh, that's right, because I surrendered to you and you're God. Amen. He loves us enough to meet us where we 're at, but loves us enough not to leave us where we 're at. That is the God that you and I serve. You see one key issue I believe preventing followers of Christ from a more radical pursuit of the holy spirit it 's not a lack of belief, no not at all, not a lack of belief it 's a fear of obedience, not a lack of belief a fear of obedience. God, you want me to do what? You know, just a couple weeks ago, and I didn't ask permission to to share this story, so uh, I know you're here this morning, and so uh, this is my formal ask to share that, so hopefully it's a yes. Um, a few weeks ago, I guess somebody called me right around Christmas time and said, Hey, I did something really cool. And I just want to share this with you. So what is it? They said, I walked into a barber shop and, and I went to get my haircut and I decided to pay it forward. You know, we shared a story. Somebody did that at taco Johns a few, like a month ago in our church. And it's just, it almost brought me to tears because what was so cool is, uh, this person decided to, to pay it forward for, you know, the haircut of the next person that came in. And then that person that came in was like, well, I want to pay it forward too. And so they paid it forward, and then a teenager came in, uh, as the story goes, from the person that shared this with me, and wanted to pay for the next person. Well, the next person was coming in and getting all that, like, aluminum crap stuff in their hair, and the, I don't even know what that is, the perms, you know, like that little, the lamp thing that goes on your head, it, like looks like you're being beamed up, or I don't know, and 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 so the, the lady, the salon person, the barber, whatever they're called, she decides, because it was a teenager, said, I can only pay for a haircut, throws in her own money to pay for this, and then she had to close the store for the day and open up the next day and the last person said hey keep it going tomorrow here's for the next person they keep just paying it forward and I don't know maybe it's happened for the last two weeks I don't know I don't know how the story finishes but I know how that story started and I can tell you this there's nothing good in us that's the power of the Holy Spirit speaking to that person going I want you to do this they might say well it was just a cool idea no it's the Holy Spirit inside of us well well I get this feeling in my gut you know what that is? It's the Holy Spirit. Oh well, no, no, it's my conscience. Well, where do you think you get your conscience from? From the Holy Spirit. He's leading us. He's guiding us. He's giving that to us. So number one, start surrendering. How many are with me? You don't have to raise your hand, but surrendering is probably the toughest part. It's giving up and relinquishing control to say, God, however and whatever you want to do to lead my life, Part of that's Heather and I 10 years ago. We didn't feel called to plant a church. We were youth pastors. We were living in Prairie. We didn't feel called to come back to St. Francis. And God said, go. So we surrendered. We said, let's do it. And i tell you what. The stories that we get to hear... Every Sunday, make what we do worth it to hear the fruit of what people are, are learning about Jesus. You know, hearing the youth, what they get to experience on a Wednesday night. You know, when I have people from the community that say, Man, we just hear great things about the church. It's because of the things you're doing by the power of the Holy Spirit. And let's continue to give Him that glory. So start surrendering. Number two. Everybody said number two. Start praying. Real simple. I told you it real simple today. Start surrendering. Start praying start praying. How many have ever heard the word revival? Okay. And how many, if you haven't heard that word revival, I've heard that word and I've heard that word misused many times. A lot of times in the church circle, people will look at revival as a bunch of Christians getting together and just having like great worship and a great conference. And, And that's like a renewal of our minds, but that's not revival. Here's what revival is. Revival is the ultimate change of a community in hearts by something the Holy Spirit prompts. But it doesn't start any other way than through prayer. It's first a surrender. God, I surrender. And then it happens most corporately as we pray. And then it happens individually. Holy Spirit... I want to pray. I want to know you. I want you to baptize me. And there's a difference between a water baptism and a spirit baptism. We'll unpack that the next weeks and what that looks like. Because when we get saved, it's by the power of the Holy Spirit who shows up when we accept Christ. Because Christ first loved us before we ever loved him. Come on, can I hear a good amen, somebody? That's biblical, okay? It's 1 John chapter 4. That's what he did for us and in us. But every, every... Without fail, every significant move of God and every move of the Holy Spirit known to mankind in our history was grounded in prayer. Every single one of them. So if we want God to move in our lives, if we want God to move in our church, if we want God to move in our community, unless we pray, it will not happen. It can't. It doesn't work that way. God says, no, come and pray. So we got to start praying. See, in the book of Acts, you can read an ACTS. So you got four Gospels in the New Testament and then the book of Acts. And In the book of Acts, it talks about multiple times they would pray to receive the power of the Holy Spirit. In fact, they five different occasions that they do this. And when they do this to receive the Holy Spirit, power comes on them. Love comes on them. Self-discipline comes on them so that they can be witnesses to all over the earth. Not because of anything cool about them but everything about Him. Because they're able to represent Him because they surrendered and they prayed. Okay? Everybody say number three. Start doing it! Well, it was a really good message, Pastor Chris. You know, to surrender and then, uh, you know, pray. It's good. I'm going to do it sometime. Liar. Who's going to do it? Who's going to surrender? Who's going to pray? Are you? Will you? I will. Tell you what, without the power of the Holy Spirit, I can't live a surrendered life. I don't even know what to pray sometime, but the Holy Spirit will give me things to pray. Because it's that power that He gives. Nothing we have. we got to start doing it. Pastor Chris, I don't know how... Join the club man You gotta start somewhere That's a really good prayer by the way How many have ever had that prayer God I don't know what to pray Help It's probably one of the best prayers That's one of the deepest prayers I've ever heard And then you get us super Christians You know we gotta say 18 million things We speak in tongues We do all these other crazy things We look out like we're nutsville And then there's this simple prayer of God help me I just need you I think God hears that It doesn't have to be this big fancy prayer. But we've got to start somewhere. And I want to start in 2021 by surrendering to Him. I want to start doing it. Within the Bible, we see these things, these powerful moments of the Holy Spirit. Church, we're doing some crazy things, but we can't do it on our own. Some of those things, we, we get to help start a church in Forest Lake. They launch in a month and a half. February 21st, Revive Church, that we're helping plant, that we're saying, hey, we want to give you $30,000 as help to go do this. That's not because of us. It's because of God's power demonstrated in and through us. But here's what I want. I want to take it a step deeper this morning. I want to challenge you with this. What if? What if the Holy Spirit's real? What if I could go into Bill Superette where they sell my favorite root beer? Come on, somebody. And I walk in there. Still have some left, by the way. And I walk in there, and God gives me what's known as a prophecy for somebody where I can just share and I can be like, Man, I just see something in your life. Can I just pray for you? And they're like, How in the world do you know that? Because I prayed. God just showed me what you're going through. And I just want to pray with that. See, that happens. I've been part of that many times. And here's the crazy part what if you get it wrong? The fact that you reached out to somebody and showed that you loved them, that you cared for them, and that you want the best for them, will transform their 2021. Amen? You know? And so, I remember this a few years ago, when my favorite pizza place was open in St. Paul. If you haven't ate there, it's too late. Now it's gone. You missed your chance. Rapture happened. Red Savoy, man. Oh, man. You walk in there... You can't even see, you know, because it's dark and it's dingy and it's dusty. That's the kind of pizza place you eat at. So good, man. So good. Fifty of these pounds are Red Savoy pizza still that I have not yet consumed. And I walk in there, and I'm in shorts and a t-shirt, which is my usual MO, and there's these guys, professionals, you know, downtown St. Paul. It's lunch, and they're eating, and they're talking through all, you know, whatever, weird stuff I don't understand. And I'm praying, and I'm praying for our meal, and I look over, and and uh, I get this, like, awkward feeling. You can call it your conscience, call it your gut. I believe it's the Holy Spirit, where I feel like I'm supposed to go over and tell one of these business guys in a suit and tie, here I am in, like, shorts and a tee, and sandals with socks, because that's what you wore 20 years ago. And I'm going, God, I don't want to. It wasn't that I didn't believe. It's that I did not want to obey so I was on the way out I'm like God you're going to have to find somebody else because that's just a little too awkward for me to do I'm on the way out and I just feel this real peaceful Holy Spirit being like that's okay I will find somebody else to do it and when God told me that I was like oh no no so I walk over to this guy. I don't know him from Adam. And I just said, hey, this is going to sound weird. And I was like, my face was so red. I was so scared to death to say this to this guy. Like, I'm thinking, like, it all depends on me. And and I just put my hand over by him. And I said, hey, uh, I just feel like I need to come tell you it's going to be okay. God's got you and he loves you. I said, that's all. I'm like, I, I, that was all I said. And I'm like, a beeline for the door. Like, okay. But I think some quack. He comes, follows me. He's like, hey, um... He goes, I just want you to know, like, I really needed to hear that today. And I walked out. I don't know whatever happened to him. I don't even know his name. I know nothing about him, but God knows him. Are you open to allowing God to utilize you as a vessel for him? If not yet, it's because we haven't fully surrendered to the power of the Holy Spirit. That's what he wants in our life. And we think often it's about changing that man's life. No, Holy Spirit wants to change yours. Right where you're at. Right where you're at. I want to pray for healing. I want to see people healed. I want to pray for those words that God gives, those words of wisdom. I want to see the miraculous. But you know what I want to see more than anything? I want to see my community surrendering to God, serving Him. That's where revival happens. That's where it starts. We surrender. Pray,, we do it, okay It's real easy to remember, surrender, pray, and then the Nike motto, okay, first Corinthians chapter twelve verses four through six says there are different kind of gifts, but the same spirit distributes them. It's talking about the what right there, the holy spirit distributes same gifts. Different kind of gifts, but or excuse me, different kind of gifts, but the same Spirit. Verse five: There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. Okay. In other words, we all have a function to play, a role to play. Verse six: There are different kinds of working, but in all of them and in everyone, it's the same God at work. See, God sees that ginormous picture. Do you think the year upset God? Do you think it was surprised Him at all? No. And so here's what I want you to see these next few weeks. I want you to open your heart to the Holy Spirit. Don't look in the Word. Search what you have become to believe to be true and search it against Scripture. The Holy Spirit is not the imposter, he's God. He's God. He gives you and I power that we can't possess on our own. Let me give you one more scripture here and we'll close this out. Acts chapter 1, verse 8. Probably one of the most famous scriptures in regards to the Holy Spirit. But you will receive what? Power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all of Judea and Samaria and all the ends of the earth, even in the St. Francis community and now northern area. Oak Grove, Andover, Oak wherever you're at. Princeton. Gives you power. Gives you and I power. I love this. I want you to catch one thing. I'm just, I'm just going to take you deep for a moment, okay? I'm going to go deep just for a moment. Okay, I want you to think of this. You have three different things represented that's all wrapped into the Holy Spirit here. First is this. We talk about the birth of Christ during Christmas. Okay? That happened in Bethlehem. That represents that God was with us. He was Emmanuel. Jesus came as an infant so that you and I could have salvation. Okay, that's in Bethlehem. That's God is with us. Then we have Calvary, where he gives his life up for you and me. That is the fact that we realize that God doesn't love us because of us, but in spite of us, God is for us. Okay, so he's born, God with us. He dies and is resurrected, God for us. And then the book of Acts, where we read about Pentecost. This is the day the Holy Spirit is poured out on all, both those that are Jewish, both those that are non-Jewish, but all of a they see that the Holy Spirit is available for all who believe that's known as Pentecost that represents God in us that's that the voice of God that speaks to you to go talk to the guy at your favorite pizza place, that's the voice of God that talks to you about paying for the groceries for the person you need to or, or giving a gift of, of a haircut to somebody or all of those things that's not us, that's through the power of the Holy Spirit why would God give us this power? so you can live your life to its potential and help somebody else live theirs. Imagine this, just for a moment. okay? Because Jesus, yeah, we accept Christ. We get to receive eternal life. We know that God the Father loved us, that He sent His Son, that He so loved, that He gave His life for you and me. And then sometimes we're going, well, where, where's the Holy Spirit in John 3.16? I'm not sure where that's at. Well, the Holy Spirit came. give us that power. This this is basically without the Holy Spirit, imagine this, trying to hear without ears. Imagine trying to breathe without lungs or or trying to smell without a nose or or touch without your hands. That is the same thing as trying to live a Christ-filled life without the Spirit of God. So let's pray this morning. God, you know us in this place. You know us in this community, God. You know that we so desperately want to serve you. I want to surrender, Lord, even more to you. God, if there's anybody in here this morning that have not yet surrendered their life today, I pray that they would not leave until they do that. And that's just by saying, Jesus, I need you. I love you. Forgive me for my sins as I want to live for you. God, for those of us that have prayed that prayer, for those of us that have accepted you this morning, Lord, would you fill us anew with your Holy Spirit? God, would you give us that peace that's definitely in this place this morning, that peace of the Holy Spirit? Lord, we sang about the power of the Holy Spirit. We sang about revival, God. Now would we live it out with the power of your Holy Spirit, not anything that we do, but in your strength. Have your way in our hearts this morning. Would your Holy Spirit convict us, Lord, with the power, with the love, and the self-discipline at whatever level we're all at. Thank you, God, that you're big enough to meet us individually, to love us corporately, and to have revival for us, for our community, God. We give you this day. We give you this time together. We're grateful, Lord, that during this crazy time, we're still able to come together and worship together, God. Would you bless our time? Bless everybody here. Bless their families and bless those watching online, God. We give you this day. We give you this time. We pray this in the precious name of Jesus. And we all said, amen, amen. Hey, can we just give him some praise before we go out here? Come on, lift him up. This has been a podcast of The Bridge Church. Have a great week. Stop in Sunday sometime and visit. If you would like to give, you can do so online at sfbridge.org. Have a great week.